Grant, I'm now joined on the line by Terry Phelan to look ahead to the upcoming Euro Nations clashes between Ireland and Denmark and first of all Ireland uh, and afterwards Ireland and Wales. And uh, Terry, looking on, I suppose, in the next uh, Irish international at the moment, uh, over the last few months it's been a troublesome enough period for the Irish uh, international football team. And uh, what do you make of the current surroundings? Well, at the moment, they're going through a rebuilding process. I think everybody knows that. Obviously, they've had trouble in the, the ranks in there, you know, uh, with the management. And I think players have got to respect the, the management first. You have played for your country. Mm. But, you know, the, the days are different from when we were training there uh, in the Irish team. Obviously, you know, uh, there's not too many of a player coming out of Ireland now training the, the top English premiership. Uh, but... That's not to say we can't have them coming out of uh, the championship and giving them a chance. We've got to give everybody a chance and we've got to rebuild again. Uh, and I'm sure uh, the Irish FA and all involved will, will, will do that. It's going to be a long process. Obviously, they've got two big games coming up again, uh, which they'd like to uh, try and get the best results we can out of, uh, Wales and Denmark. Denmark's going to be a very hard one. And we, we, we know Wales... Uh, uh, the Irish in the, in the last game so you know I think now there'll be a different kettle of fish the Irish will not go down and they'll, they'll want to win the game yeah, and I suppose, uh, Terry Feeling, going back even in your own time, you play with prominent strikers and the quality of John Aldridge, Niall, uh, Niall Quinn, yeah. even a young uh, Robbie Brady. And for the last few years, maybe yeah. the Irish soccer team, well, we've seen Kevin Long depart the scene, we've seen Damien Duff, we've seen Robbie Keane depart the scene, Shane yeah. Long not really featuring for Southampton. So the first time in an awful long time that I can remember, certainly Ireland will probably have a renowned uh, number number nine up front and uh, it's really beginning to show that maybe that Ireland at the moment are lacking a cutting edge is that fair to say? Well I think they're lacking in a few areas and we all like I said all, we all know that we're, we're not that but it's up to it's up to the Iraqi to sort that out and look for the best and, and develop the best players we, we can a, a actually get I mean when we were playing we had uh, players in there but all them players was training the, the elite uh, division he was playing for the likes of Liverpool Manchester City Arsenal Manchester United you know and we're finding that difficult now we're finding it very difficult now because it is a foreign based game and now with the youth of uh, the youth coming over from like your Irish league team it's not happening as much now it's, yeah. it's really not happening as much so it is, it is a good event in Irish football to tell you the truth but you know, it, it, it's up to us to put it right and hopefully develop at the bottom age groups and uh, hopefully we can get them up, uh, over to England or the Reds already in England. It's up to them coaches there and them clubs there to give them playing time. You know, and, and that's where we're suffering a little bit. It's no fault of the, the, the individual players. I just think the players are suffering a bit because they are playing in the EPL. They're either sent out on loan or, you know, they're in lower divisions. And when you're playing against top world-class teams, you need top world-class players and top world strikers. And at the moment, I feel sorry for the lads who, who are up there. We have lost players, which is sad, but we have to rebuild again. Mm. It's a rebuilding process, and we have to do it again. And, you know, it takes time. And there's a lot of other teams going through it. It's going through it at the moment. Yeah. They're in a rebuilding process. Holland are in a rebuilding process at the moment. You know, uh, 
saying, you know, they've had the troubles. You know, Germany are having the troubles at the moment. Yeah, and I suppose, Terry... If I can look ahead, look at our first opponents, Denmark, I suppose. When we got the draw first, yeah. first round back to qualify for the Euros, we probably thought, uh, we probably thought that Denmark was a, a, a good opposition uh, to get, I mean, for the World Cup in relation to Denmark. And what we saw after a good first leg away in Denmark, it was really a horror, horror show at home. It was a one night that probably we didn't expect in a performance that let us down. And probably Ireland and Denmark are an awful lot closer than what that one performance is. Probably more like the first leg. And uh, I suppose that Denmark had a disappointing enough World Cup from their own standards as well. I suppose they would have expected a bit more with the quality of player that they have in the likes of Christian Eriksen. And that... Uh, Christian Eriksen, uh, I suppose he is the elite player in the middle of the park and he's going to be, have to be shut down if Ireland are going to be successful. Well, listen, you know, uh, if we go back to the first part that he's talking about, you know, mm. it's important that you win games, simple as that, and that you have the right players and the right infrastructure to win the games, you know, because you are going to be playing against quality opposition who have been tried and tested, you know, at the end of the day, yeah. Uh, we've got the Euros coming up. This is a great test now. Uh, you know, uh, due to the National League, uh, it, it's, a, it, it's a fantastic test and it pits the best teams against the best teams, it pits the medium teams against the medium teams, and the bottom teams against the bottom teams. I think it's, it's, it's great. Obviously, Ireland have got to play against the likes of Wales and Denmark in, 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 in this particular group. Uh, and these nations games, I think it's fantastic. It's a way to develop and all. It's a way to develop players to come in, get used to the international football, you know, be tried and tested. I think this tournament is fantastic. Other coaches or managers might think, well, we're losing our best players again. But we've got to think, Ireland's got to think of nurturing and developing players to be able to play on the big stage. And this is a, an, an absolutely fantastic uh, chance for them players to show what they can do. It's going to be difficult. But, you know, if the players roll the sleeves up and have a good goal, but that's all we can expect. But we've got to start developing uh, players to be able to play in the top division. It's difficult in the EPL because, yeah, a manager has got time to develop, he wants to go out by a strike in a 90 or 100 measure. There's nothing we can do. And that's where it's hurting uh, the population of Ireland. We're not seeing them players coming over. And we've got two players like myself who was ready made in England, progressing through, playing first teams regular and going on playing into the uh, national side. Yeah, and I suppose... That's what I'm not saying. Yeah. And I suppose, Terry, as well, if you look at maybe Ireland as well, you spoke about transition process. And it's probably a case now for new leaders to step up. The likes of John O'Shea, who was a prominent leader. John has departed. Shea Given, as we know, was a prominent leader, uh, as we said. the likes of So it's up to the likes of Robbie Keane, the likes of Shane Duffy, the likes of James McLean. No, Robbie Brady, James McLean, Shane Duffy. <laughs> Absolutely fantastic of them lads go back, help develop. You know, uh, you know, uh, Robbie King could help develop strikers. Uh, you know, Jeremy uh, Shea could help develop centre backs with the knowledge he's gained and that. You no, know, it's absolutely fantastic. You know, and and, and help out and, and, and try and get us to the next level. You know, we we want to be playing in European Championship finals. We want to be playing in the World Cup finals. 
we want to be playing in the major tournaments. You know, we've done it before, so we can do it again. But like I said, like I said, and I reiterate this, it's very, very difficult now when a manager wants to win the EPL or finishing the top four or finishing the top six or finishing the top ten or even staying in the league, they're going to go out and buy a, a striker for 50, 60, 70, 80 million pounds now. You know, to buy goalkeepers for 70 million, the strikers are going to be worth their weight in gold. Because you score goals. We haven't got that in Ireland at this present time. That's no disrespect to any of the players who are playing now. Uh, we've got to help them players. But them players must be playing in their first teams regular. Otherwise, they're not going to be able to play in the international stage. They, they, they don't, there's no way, you know. Our players are going out on loan. We've got to be regular first team players, playing in the first team, playing best against best, best with best. That's what we've got to be doing. And unfortunately, at this present time, we haven't got that, you know. Yeah, and I suppose... I suppose Terry as well, uh, we're coming up against a whale side who have uh, sort of a bit rejuvenated on the right gigs and have found their bit of mojo again. And uh, in players and quality of Aaron Ramsey, I know Garrett Bale is a doubt he's probably going to miss the game, but uh, in the likes of quality players like Aaron Ramsey, in the likes of Joe Allen in the middle of the park, um, Wales seem to have rediscovered the form that got them to a Euro semi-final and uh, they're going to be formidable opposition even though we have them at home. Well, listen, it's going to be major opposition. It's a local, I'm going to say it's a local derby game, everyone's going to say. And obviously Ireland will want to get one over on Wales after the tournament we got. You know, Wales is excellent. Listen, Wales have been rejuvenated for a long, long time. And, you know, it started with uh, Gary Street, God rest his soul, uh, Chris Coleman, uh, and now obviously Dixie's got in there. Okay, then we've got a new class of players. But listen, it took Wales years and years and years. They've had the Ian Rushy, they've had the Mark Hughes, they've had the John Soshax, they've had the Terry Horrocks, they've had countless of players that we haven't been able to knit it together. <laughs> and at this present time, when Wales can play a 17 year old from Chelsea in midfield, then that tells you a lot where they want to go, you know? Uh, and they, they want to take a chance. They want to rebuild. I think with, with, with the Irish, because we've been to major tournaments, we get a little bit greedy. We've got to sit back, take stock, and see where we're going by development. And, you know, I, I watched the new uh, 21s play, the younger batches are playing, and they're doing very well. They are competing. We need them to compete at the higher level. To do that, we've got to be playing in first teams at the highest level if we want to have a chance. That's as simple as that. Uh, so Wales will be an hard game. Obviously, Ireland will want to put one over and then it's going to be a tough game. Uh, whether Gareth Bell plays or not, you know. Uh, I wouldn't say he's in a rich form of his life. He's had one or two injuries. Uh, obviously, Ireland Ramsey's been in, a, in and out of the Arsenal side. Scored at the weekend. Obviously, he'll be looking to come in. So they've got a good new cut of players. They've got a good backbone. Uh, but I honestly believe Ireland can win that game. I've yeah, and I suppose, Terry, you've played under legendary uh, managers who were renowned for Ireland under the likes of Jack Charlton and Mick McCarthy. And uh, I suppose they were all prominent leaders in their own right. And do you feel at the moment that Ireland are going through a stage where we have two guys 
that want to be the manager in Roy Keane and Martin O'Neill before we always had the prominent one vice. And do you think Roy Keane coming from, you know, Roy, a terrific footballer, he gave it all in the Ireland jersey. But do you think maybe at the moment he's seeing his role more as a giant manager rather than assistant manager? Well, listen, uh, uh, you know, I think, both, I think they're both like If you look at this Irish team and looking at looking at it in detail, and you look and you compare to the team that you had with, with, with Ray Houghton, Andy Townsend, uh, Paul McGrath, James, uh, Jason McAteer, uh, players of the, of that of that elite and that quality and that fighting grit. Do you see any any players within this Irish team that you could say, oh yeah, he would have made our team or he would have been pushing to be on our first eleven when we were around? Do you see that in a Robbie Brady or a James McLean? Because it's going to be even more difficult if Knights are not playing their own first teams. 
or the play that I stand in, which doesn't suit them. You know, it's difficult now to be in a first-team regular uh, in UPL. Yeah, we've got one or two lads doing that. Are they at Glamour's clubs? No, I played at Wimbledon, at Glamour's club. But we were still playing in the top league, and we played those top players. And I'm sure they can do them players you just mentioned. Of course they can, they're fantastic players. They're playing in their own regular leagues, they're playing in their own regular teams. Why can't they be? Or why do they pick for Ireland? And, you know, I, I wish the lads all the best there. Uh, and, you know, I'm not here to, you know, tell anybody how to do things, but, you know, we've got to come together and we've got to find a, a solution, a good solution uh, to the problem which, which, which is happening at this moment. We can't be blaming your assistant managers, your managers all the time. Players have to accept it. And I know it's difficult times for Ireland, but it won't come good again if we just sit around the table, thrash something out and get on with it. You know, we need to find players who can play at the top level. That's what we need to do. And yeah. I'm sure the players that walk out there in the games will do that. And, and, and being, there's already pride in Ireland. We haven't lost anything. You know, we want to go to major tournaments, so does everybody else. Yeah. We need to win games and be at the best of, uh, of the games to do that. Yeah, and I suppose, Terry, uh, I just want to touch on the point there. We spoke about your great teams and peop people who would have been born, say, in, in relation to English, but had uh, that Irish and, and ancestry. I think of uh, Andy Townsend, for example, who were probably more Scottish links, but had the proud Irish ancestry. And you look at the moment and you see players of renowned players of the quality of Jack Grealish and Declan Rice, uh, probably not... Not really on the take Jack Grealish for example. Not really on the reckoning for an England call up, and do these players are not really looking to to play for Ireland these days. Maybe they haven't got the ambition to play for Ireland. Maybe the ambition is to play for England. Maybe they see England is developing in a better way. Well, you look at England. Every one of their English players uh, are playing in their first teams in UPL. Every one of them. You yeah. every one of them. Enough. 90% of them, 99% of them are playing regular top flight football week in, week out. And you ask, you've got Tottenham players, you've got, uh, you know, a couple of Manchester United players in there, you've got a couple of uh, Chelsea players in there. You know, so they have Ross Barker's just got in there now, because uh, he's playing regular for uh, Chelsea. Who would have ever thought that? You know, you, you know, so it's some kind of guy uh, who, you know, are playing at these clubs, they've got a team. You, you can't tell them who to play for. I guarantee you. Yeah, you want to play for Ireland. Is it because you've got more chance of playing international games for Ireland? Or do you want to pick yourselves in England and maybe get, maybe get in a game? And maybe get in a game? You know? All the players we had, we were good enough to play for England. We were decided to play for Ireland. You know? And, and Ireland went through a great transition. You know, with, with Big Jack and Nick, they went through a great uh, transition. They had great players. You know, so if you're greenish boys, they don't want to play with that. So for them, there's nothing you can do about it. We've just got to get on by our jobs and, and work to the next level and work to the next game. That's what we've got to do. And yeah, fantastic players, as you've mentioned. I would love them to play for Ireland. That's what we need. Yeah, um... Terry Whelan, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you on the airwaves today as as we look ahead to the upcoming clashes against uh, Wales and Denmark. Terry, Terry, thanks a million for all the times and uh, fantastic moments you gave us in the Irish green jersey. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.